I have shared three or four St. Nick Squad tales over the years, but I never told you about the time Santa and his merry band of reindeer crash-landed into my mystery lab. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo, broadcasting from my home lab in the wondrous town of splendid West Virginia. Winter break is here. I've been watching a lot of Christmas movies in my downtime. You see it in movies all the time. Diminishing belief in Santa Claus too often threatens Christmas. As the lessened Christmas spirit depletes energy to Santa's magic sleigh and more, then something amazing happens, and people get all wrapped up in the holiday spirit, and Santa's spirit-o-meter or whatever goes through the roof. His sleigh soars, and Christmas is saved. It's the one thing Santa has never had to worry about in his annual trek to our town. Splendid residents kick it into high gear each and every December. Our belief in the mystical, magical, imaginative, and more so far exceeds many of our fellow humans. Trust me, if you lived in a town full of kid superheroes, a giant monster made of chili, kids that can quantum leap at will into and out of any video game, anytime, a group of time-traveling teens, a detective dog, a pig mayor, and more, well, we understand and appreciate the wondrous, the unexplainable. If anything, we go a bit overboard at the holidays. There are so many Christmas lights blinking and flashing in this town right now that you can see Splendid from space. It's true. I've seen the pictures sent back home from our own Kid Space Force Kid astronauts. There's actually so much Christmas spirit, belief in abundance in this town, that a couple years ago, Santa's sleigh couldn't handle it all. The St. Nick Squad in the crash. Our collective giddiness over that most magical night of the year literally knocked the jolly dude right out of his flying aircraft, sending Santa and his reindeer to the ground below, where they crash-landed directly onto Professor Theo's mystery lab on the campus of Splendid University. My lab, yes, that's correct. It was a mess. The Saint Nick Squad was there. That team of super-secret agent elves that helps Santa with all troubles small and large. They were on the scene within minutes. The elves, named Jingle and Snowflake, as you know, they soon had yellow tape all around the splendid Santa Mystery Lab crash site. The St. Nick Squad's investigations revealed more than a few strange occurrences. All seemed quite fine at first. Santa was unharmed. The sleigh was still mostly in one piece. It's a tough ride. The gifts were not damaged. The reindeer, though, had come into contact with some chemicals some experimental potions and such that had bizarre side effects. Blitzen, for example, all of a sudden had the power of teleportation, a cool trick 
she used over and over again to prank Santa, and Santa was in no mood for pranks, trust me. I don't remember much of that evening, but I do remember that. Donner could form protective bubbles at will, just like kid superhero Nick Newton. Dasher was jacked, super strong. She'd always been the fastest, but now she could lift all the other reindeer without breaking a sweat. Absolutely jacked. Cupid, get this, Cupid could shoot lightning bolts out of her eyes. And they all had glowing red noses like Rudolph, which is a nice lesson in empathy, given how mean the reindeer once were to Rudy, you know, back in the day. You've heard the song. Bixen was now a math whiz. And you might not think that's much of a superpower, but you try planning a worldwide trip that has to stop at literally every house in under 24 hours, and it won't take you long to realize that algebra is a pretty important skill to have. Comet didn't realize this until she borrowed my old Game Boy to help pass the time, but her newfound ability involved being able to quantum leap into video games. She leapt into one just long enough to help Max and Tanner and a couple of Italian plumbers with a top-secret mission in a ghost house, and leapt back out minutes later. The other reindeer were accidentally turned into a beetle, a Christmas village character, a shrub, and three trees. Now get this, everybody blamed me. Like the outlandish top-secret, often-gossiped-about, inexplicable, weird experiments of my lab had something to do with the whole thing. That is ridiculous. But the St. Nick Squad's investigation uncovered what they considered to be iron-clad evidence that my potions transformed Santa's army that night. Jingle and Snowflake insisted that I do something to reverse the odd effects my lab had wrought at least some of the more destructive ones, and get Santa back on course. But I was helpless. Even if my lab did have something to do with what happened, I didn't know how to undo what had been done. Fortunately, I knew someone who could help. Those time-traveling teens didn't like being awoken in the middle of the night, but when Jingle and Snowflake explained the seriousness of the situation, Ava, Cat, Dana, and Elliot jumped into action, and met me at my lab. It's where their time-traveling device had been stored, after our time-traveling foursome got in trouble for using it irresponsibly, remember? I'd made a few upgrades to it since then. Powerful upgrades. Those time-traveling teens were able to use it to blast everyone back in time by just a few hours. Everyone. And by that, I mean they totally rolled the clock back on everything. Everywhere. Like a total reset on basically the whole evening. Just long enough for Jingle and Snowflake to spread the word to splendid residents, telling them that they needed to tone down the Christmas spirit a bit. I mean, that's what had caused the wreck in the first place, our excess Christmas spirit. The kid superheroes joined them in helping to carry the message from house to house. Christmas lights were turned off citywide. Five of the six holiday music radio stations quieted. I took down 12 of our 15 gigantic front yard inflatables. And you know what? It worked.
within no time at all, in a dark but comfy and quiet little town, you could suddenly hear, if you listened closely, the jingle of bells, the whoosh of the sleigh, and Santa's ho, 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 echoing faintly into the night. And fortunately, this time, no crash at all. My lab and Santa's reindeer were intact just as all was intended to be. I have little recollection of the whole thing. Apparently, when those time-traveling teens reversed the course of time by a few hours, most of what had happened in that time was forgotten. The St. Nick Squad doesn't forget, though, and their detailed report to me left little to the imagination. They are not pleased. It was a strange holiday indeed. The year's splendid excess spirit almost brought the whole night to a grinding halt. Thankfully, all was restored to normal. Almost all. Apparently, Comet can still quantum leap into video games. I don't know how, but I'll get to the bottom of it. Look for her in future Tanner and Max adventures. Happy holidays to all, young and old. I hope you have a safe and healthy and happy season. That's all for this week. We'll be back soon with our third annual New Year's special, featuring the Kid Space Force and well wishes for 2021. A new year is near. In the meantime, have a wild, wonderful week. Be good to each other. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a tree. A Christmas tree! If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.